Are we ready, Pischetti? Pischetti? Bitch. Yes. We're ready. Starting the new year with a twist. Ooh, mm, delicious. Uh, <laughs> Pischetti, like a toddler eats. I have yeah. um, Pischetti sauce just all around my mouth like a crust. Yeah. I'm ready for it. All right. Kids are gross. God love them. They're the best, but they're gross. They're fucking gross. Okay, so welcome to I Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about a variety of issues. We talk about politics. We talk about movies. We talk about, I don't know, interest. general interests. This is a, a general interest podcast. This is, a, as I have said before, the everything bagel of podcasts. If you mm. want mm, delicious onion and sesame seeds, poppy seeds, all of it, you come here. I mean, we did just do a Christmas episode where we talked about classism. I mean, we did a Christmas episode where you inserted classism into it. Yes, that's true. That's true. But, <laughs> but you know, we do. It is what we do. So we are going to be doing a 2020 roundup. We are going to be talking about the year, how it's been for us, how mm-hmm. it's been in general. If you're like, hmm, I just want to remember 2020. Like this, listen to this one. I I feel like that's not necessarily a sentiment everyone's going to (laughs) have, but it's definitely looking back on 2020. It's a time capsule of an episode. And we will also be talking about maybe some issues that aren't super mainstream or aren't super important, but that were buck bananas wild that happened this year. Yeah. So shall we begin with the bad omens? Because I just want to get the bad omens off. Uh, Yeah, apparently you have a collection of them, so let's go. I mean, I don't have a full collection. I just have a few things. What's going on with the cosmos? Listen, I don't want to sound like we're we're starting off and we're just going to be like a a witchy Zodiac podcast, but like what was happening with, um, with October? There were, there, there were moons. There were two full moons. There were two full moons. Mm-hmm. like happening at one at the the first day of the month and the last day of the month do you know how often a moon happens on october 31st every 17 years and like like if you didn't raise the dead that that month like what were you doing with your time then there's the fact of course because of the fires which we'll get into the fires again the sky was red in california like um like blade runner you no, tell me yeah. that that's not something that's in a fantasy novel about and then the land became the sky became red in the land for the gods did hate the leader of the play like that doesn't that sound like <laughs> yep it sure and does the sky turned red Didn't like the year start with australia being on fire i i wanted Am to I get wrong? into that too but like australia was on fire and then the lands burned with a flame <laughs> unlike any other and on the other side of the world the lands burned once more and then um, then the air was filled with a miasma a poison and no one could exit their home for fear of dying from the dreadful <laughs> disease what low rate fantasy novel are we living in <laughs> uh just some like dystopian future I mean, but like or a past, really, like really, really, this could be medieval times. Boring one, like a boring dystopian future. Just like, I guess this is happening. It's really, yeah, it is really boring. I mean, it's better than having the Black Plague because I don't need any. I mean, lesson. I feel like if we went back in time and like just gave the regular cold to everybody, they would die just as fast as they did yeah. with the Black Plague. So it's. That's true. Well, yeah, but I think there's been, isn't, haven't there been a lot of like weird moon things and like planet things and things aligning weird and there have been, and I feel like Mars has been in the sky a lot. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I've seen it like every single goddamn day. It's just been like everything about the the moon and the tides have been like, hmm, interesting. 
interesting like i'm surprised we haven't had like bug oh wait no we didn't have bugs raining from the sky this year that was last year last year we had a plague of locusts it seems to be increasing with every year and like even just the weather i feel is a bad omen like the summer that we had was so hot oh yeah it was like the hottest summer on record so the land was again burning and then this winter's supposed to be very mild at least in where we are in Ontario, which really, I heard it was supposed to be cold. Oh no! By the way, it's funny because I, I was on my favorite website, Farmers Almanac, and <laughs> they said that it's going to be a mix of very cold like weeks, but then also very mild weeks. So it's just going to be a weird fluctuating winter, which you know is bad like for the trees. Toronto, yeah, where like one day you're in a sweater and the next day you're in your fucking stupid Canada goose. Like it just it just is that keeps not happening. what happens. No, that does, but I think it's going to be more so like all of Ontario will be that way this year. Oh God, I think that happens a lot here because we're near the lake. Right, 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 right. But um, and isn't there going to be another eclipse soon? There's too much happening, Catherine. There's too there's too much. <laughs> Speaking of bad moments, there was a day maybe a couple of months ago, where not only did, was, did a bird hit my window. Yes. Like, it wasn't even, like, Catherine knows this, but there's, like, a little patio area with, like, the thing covering it, like, people's balconies or whatever. Yes. So that, there's that area. So the bird hit my window there, so it wasn't, like, out in the open. It would have had to, like, go under my, like, seating area and, like, hit my window twice, and then that happened, and then 15 minutes later, I found out that people had 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 allegedly seen what they thought looked like the Mothman. Why, Carmen? Yeah. You were attacked by Mothman? And I was like, no, no, no. I I saw this article. Like, I literally was like, oh, a bird hit my window. That's a bad omen. And then um, 20 minutes later, I read this thing where it was like, oh, bad omen. People have seen the Mothman in wherever the Mothman is from, Virginia. Whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh. What's happening? <laughs> that was one of those days where I was like, ah, we're all going to die soon. I see. I see. I see. There's yeah. also like, I mean, if you listen to anybody, I'm oh, sorry, if you listen to anybody who ever talks about astrology, they're always like, Mercury is in retrograde. But there's been a lot of retrogrades this year. And apparently yeah. that's been something in the astrological community. And a lot of like convergences and conjunctions. That's happening again on the 20, on the fucking solstice at Christmas. Well, I guess it already happened after this episode. And um, a Christmas star happened where Jupiter and Saturn converged. I just feel like, I feel like, I just feel like it's the, like, I'm, I don't believe in the devil, but the devil is upon us and the sky <laughs> is trying to warn us. Yeah. Birds 100%. flying into the, into the windows are trying to warn us. Yeah. 100%. That's how I feel. It's just been a weird, a weird year, I think. But, you know, we, we, we've had our ups and downs. But, yeah, there's been, like, weird bad omens and, like, strange things happening and people are behaving very oddly and whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of things going on. But I think, Catherine, I think it might be nice if we maybe start off with like wild shit that has happened, maybe. Sure. Whatever, because I feel like that it can be a little bit lighter that way. And then we can go from there. But do you want to do yours first or should I do mine? Oh, okay. I'll do mine first because yeah, it's true. This is going to be the lighthearted section where we talk about silly pop culture things, but then we'll just be reminding everyone else of the bleak ass year we've all had so <laughs> buckle up all right so i wanted to talk about i was very excited to talk about this because i feel like this is genuinely an important aspect of um 2020 is important aspect of the american election i should say we are canadian but we were watching the american election with binoculars and like popcorn and you know stress blankets <laughs> uh-huh. we were just like let's be re- fingers crossed so you know have you heard of a little show called supernatural carmen mm-hmm 
That show started in 2005 and it ended in 2020. It was on for 15 goddamn years and it is the peak of what I consider to be white male mediocrity. Amen. Because if that is a show with two sisters and nothing else has changed, not one other thing, it is on for a half a season and it is canceled in 2005. Yeah. It doesn't continue. Nobody's like, let's give it a chance. Nobody's interested. No. It's done. So Supernatural carried on for (laughs) decades, or a decade and a bit. And in the fourth season, they introduced a character named Castiel. There are some people who are listening who are like, I know exactly where this is going. So there's a a character named Castiel who was in season four and then all the other seasons since. Mm -hmm. And he had a very close relationship with the character of Dean, who's one of the main two brothers in that show. The show is about a character named Sam and a character named Dean who go and hunt monsters and their brothers. Mm -hmm. So the second, like the second Castiel appeared, everyone was like, he and Dean are in love. Like this is going to happen because number one, their introduction is a very like romantically coded thing anyway. Like the character of Dean was in hell and then he was risen up from perdition by Castiel. That's the line. And (laughs) so for like 10 years, for 12 years, people have been like, so what's going on between these two? And the show has multiple times queerbaited people and been like made jokes about it or referenced it or had lines that like alluded to things. And so people have been like stressed out about this for years. Now I stopped watching Supernatural in like season seven maybe but Mm -hmm. i would occasionally peek in and see like what's going on here and it's usually the same drama every single time and then what happened was it was um november 5th Mm -hmm. remember remember the 5th of november (laughs) and the american election was being counted and called and everything and then i was on the internet late at night maybe like two in the morning and i see that destiel is trending now destiel is the couple name for the characters Mm -hmm. of dean and castiel Destiel is trending on Twitter. People are talking about it all over Tumblr. People are talking about it all over the internet. And the joke is that Destiel has become canon. It has become canon on the show. And that Vladimir Putin is stepping down because Destiel became canon. (laughs) (laughs) So all the memes are like uh, Vladimir Putin stepping down. And someone's like, why? Oh, it's because Destiel became canon. So like there's a million things and people are like freaking out. I genuinely woke up in the morning and thought Vladimir Putin was stepping down because every single person on the internet was saying that he was stepping down. (laughs) The Kremlin apparently had to say, no, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) And it's based off a Destiel meme. So what happened in the show was the character of Castiel has some weird thing where it's like, I, I haven't, again, I haven't watched this in years. So I only had to find out like, through other people telling me exactly what happened in the episode, but he has this thing where if he's happy, if he experiences true happiness, Mm -hmm. he will immediately be sent to like what people were jokingly calling mega hell, but essentially it's just like hell for angels. So he just goes to like some like empty hell place for angels. And so in the episode, at the end of the episode, he basically confesses his love for Dean. He says that, he says, I love you to Dean in a very emotional scene where he's crying. And then the character of Dean is like stone-faced. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> it looks so homophobic. It's so funny. But he's like a stone-faced man, barely moving his face while a man, another man cries at him saying that he's in love with him, that he loves him, that all <laughs> he did in his life was for him. And then that makes him so happy that he goes to hell immediately. Like, Venom comes out of the ground, like some gloopy black stuff, and, like, skirts him to hell the second he confesses his gay love. And everyone was losing 
their minds in That's addition to thinking ever heard. it's so fucking crazy and everyone was like what's happening so then the show number one you wake up in the morning and you're like Vladimir, like I felt like I was drunk like Vladimir Putin stepped down Destiel happened what's going on and then um you find out that one obviously Putin is, is not stepping down <laughs> and number two that like like everyone's laughing their ass off at how homophobic this confession is and like the memes are endless it was honestly like the highlight and then ad- in addition people were making memes about the American oh almost so this is a, a, there are memes about the American election right mm-hmm happening as well it was like the in most insane cathartic convergence that could have ever happened and every time i've explained it to someone and they have no idea but the people who know about it were losing their minds then in the show number one the next two episodes they never like castle goes to hell and then they never mention him again what yeah he goes to hell and normally on this show people die and go to hell like every season and then they go and get them back but in this instance, he died, went to hell, and then never came back. And they mentioned him one single time in the final episode, even though he's a main character. The character of Dean never, like, is able to confess his love and then dies in the final episode by being impaled on a rusty nail. <laughs> and that's how Supernatural ended. That sounds like the worst ending for a TV show I've ever heard. It's so fucking funny. Oh, my God, Carmen. One more thing about Supernatural. I'm so happy to be able to talk about this because where else am I going to share this niche information? (laughs) Mm -hmm. In Supernatural, at the end, the final episode has the character of Dean dying by being impaled on a rusty nail. Genuinely, Mm -hmm. some some, like clown juggalos kill him. That's hilarious. Vampire clown juggalos, I don't know. And then (laughs) the character of Sam, who is played by Jared Padalecki, like, you see him get old, and then he dies when he's old, and he joins his brother in heaven. Mm. The way they show him being old, I, we're going to put it as part of the episode, because it's, it is a dollar store wig, a dollar store gray wig. Actually, hang on one second. Let me, I'm going to show you. Oh, no. This is going to be bad, isn't it? Is this, is this Miami Connection bad? Oh, my God. It is just like Miami Connection. Hang on. Bear with me. I just got a wig. Just gotta get to the image. Are you ready? Oh my god. (laughs) That can't be real. That looks like a really bad Halloween costume. Doesn't it look like, like, look at it. It is a cheap plastic wig. It looks like a Halloween costume, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, it looks like they went to, they went to Spirit Halloween, they picked out gray wig, and they did no alterations, and they've stuck it on Jared Padalecki's head and said, now he's old. Wow. They must have really run out of money by that time. Oh, oh, and number one, there's another part. He has an even worse wig when he's even older. Oh, uh, oh, that's, Catherine, that's Honestly, like spray painting his face. It may be this, oh my God, this is Miami Connection. This is Miami Connection. Me For too. those who haven't seen Miami Connection, it's the part where like a 20-year-old man is playing someone's father and he just has like powder in his hair, like flour. That's what yeah. it looks like. That's exactly what it was. Oh my God. That's bananas. So this is like white mediocrity. I feel really bad for the fans of the show if this is how it ended. Oh, absolutely. Like people, like the thing about it for me is that it to me was like the most cathartic, most wonderful thing that's ever happened like in 2020. Like it was the fun, everyone was losing their minds. People have made like an hour and a half, two hour long videos on YouTube talking about it, just like going through it. And it's so funny to me because I haven't been watching Supernatural. I don't give a shit about these characters. I'm just checking in on the train wreck. But people (laughs) who care about Supernatural were 
pissed. And they keep um, making Destiel canon again in weird ways where like there was a dub. Oh, there was a, this is, okay, this might be so more supernatural information than anyone ever wanted to know, but I'm, I'm giving you the tea. You're doing it. Um, there was a dub, a Spanish dub of Supernatural, right? The mm-hmm. official dub, like made by the network, where when D, when um, Castiel says "I love you," Dean says "I love you too," or like "I and I you," um, Cass, and then everyone lost their minds because they're like, "Well, clearly they must have the original script, and they like they were trying yeah. to silence them." And if, and literally they silenced them, trended on Twitter because people were freaking out by the fact that look, clearly this script has it, and then. It turns out that actually what it was was genuinely the voice actor like went rogue and was like, this ending is dumb. I'm making it a uh, mutual Good. love confession. <laughs> and then also like there's uh, another script that surfaced like a few days ago that where it was like, oh, um, the script where from Castiel's perspective is him talking about how like his inner monologue is basically about how beautiful Dean is. And you're like, what's happening? Why does it, it's been a month been over a month but it's still <laughs> happening okay and so that was my um I mean that's like if Grey's Anatomy because Grey's Anatomy has been on I think the same amount of time I think it must have come out around the same time um or like I think Grey's Anatomy started maybe like a year before that um and like I can only imagine that if Grey's Anatomy ended poorly we would probably all be very upset Probably, and and everyone else would be like, hmm, what's going on? But it would be a weird, dramatic, literally, remember, remember the 5th of November, you guys, like, Georgia went blue, Putin did not step down, and Destiel became <laughs> canon, like, incredible, December, November 5th, 2020 was the funniest day of the whole year. It was bananas. Now, what would you like to share as your funniest thing that's happened to you, the funniest thing that's happened to you this year? I mean, like, for me, it's not even that funny. It's just been more, you know, when something is so ridiculous that you just, you're both angry, but you're also just like, this is, is nobody stopping this from happening? Nope, <laughs> nobody. So essentially for me, um, and Catherine knows this, I'm a huge fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but also I recognize that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a show, you know, about cops and- Prop- I'm Propaganda. Not the, biggest, not the biggest fan, and it is propaganda. But anyway, I like the actors a lot. I think they're great. You know, Chelsea Peretti is really amazing. Wonderful. Andy Samberg, a real gem. Um, But here's my problem. Somewhere, sometime this year, in the summer, Terry Crews went rogue. (laughs) He went so rogue that it blew my mind. Now, this is a situation where I'm like, nobody asked you though. Like nobody asked you to talk or comment <laughs> or say anything. You just went on your Twitter and you did your, it's like, it's like JK Rowling. This should be the year of like me asking where are your publicists and why didn't they take your phone? Where, where so was like, his publicist? Where was JK Rowling's publicist? Honestly, like JK like, Rowling's publicist, Lana Del Rey's publicist, Terry Crews's public. I'm like, they were working from home. Like they were working remotely and they were like, wait, hang on. Like no one told you maybe, maybe, maybe backtrack a little. No, zero. They kept leaving them with their phone. I would have, I don't care if there's a pandemic. If I am getting paid to make sure this person doesn't say something stupid and the shit that comes out of these people's mouths comes, I'm driving, taking the phone and then not giving it back to you. Right. Change the password. Change it. Like, You're not going to get verified again. Change the password. 
anyway, so I just have some some snapshots. So essentially what happened, one of the things is that we should know that like Gabrielle Union left America's Got Talent and she said that there was like some, it was like a hostile work environment and that there was like a lot of anti-Black racism stuff going mm-hmm. on and like Terry Crews didn't stand up for her um, at all because he's also on the show, which like should have been assigned to us of his trash assery. But when Terry Crews came out in, with the Me Too movement and was like, yeah, I was like sexually assaulted by a guy and like I didn't say anything for a long time and like talked about toxic masculinity and like blackness and race and like was very good at talking about how like I'm a black man if I had he's like you know people were like why didn't you smack him why didn't you like beat the guy up and he's like he was good at recognizing that like I am a tall like I'm a huge black man Mm -hmm. and this was like like a smaller gay white male um and he's like I know what the optics would have looked like if I had done that yeah. And I would have ended up in jail. So no. Ugh, when Terry Crews was saying sensible things. And I was like, you know, this is this is a great guy. But then, you know, all of a sudden he like wasn't backing, you know, Gabrielle Union and all this other stuff. And then I, so then when stuff was going on with the murder of George Floyd and <clears throat> there were the protests going on and, and people were really talking about specifically anti-black racism and racism, I guess, in general. But there was a focus on anti-black racism and defunding police and the importance of like understanding anti-racism and, and white supremacy, Terry Crews decided to lose his whole mind and post things that nobody asked. Nobody asked. Nobody was like, hey, what's your opinion? He was like, let me tell you. Yeah. So basically he said, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have a family of every race, creed, and ideology. So that's So far, so good. So far, so good. Not a problem. Totally agree. I hear you. Then he says, we must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. He added, (sighs) expressing concern that Black Lives Matter could result in even further racial inequality. I don't, racial inequality for whomst? For whom? You know he would not have supported the Black Panthers. He would have been a narc on the fucking streets in the 60s. Like, are you kidding me? I was, I was so disappointed. And I read it and I was like, but like, no, one, nobody asked you. Like nobody, like, it wasn't like he was responding to something. He just like, he was responding to the world. He was like, he looked out his window in the morning and went, Ooh, I got to tell everybody that I'm trash in the worst way possible. No. And he's like, not only that, but like the people that were agreeing with him were just like white people. Well, I mean, of course, like for they're the, the most, white people and like black Republicans, and I was—they're the ones who like who just trot out the like "I have a dream" speech just just to like shut people up, just like man, shut the fuck. The yeah, terror- they're, oh. they're the ones who are like, oh, violence isn't the answer, but then do violent shit like withhold, uh, you know, healthcare and other things that end up killing you. So like, you know, it just doesn't anyway. So I remember, I love her so much, but she used to be on BuzzFeed. Um, Quinta Brunson. Yes, I love Quinta. I uh, love Quinta. Uh, she's, she's, on a, now, she's on a Black Lady Sketch show. And she's also in Big Mouth now. She's one of the characters in Big Mouth. And oh, nice. um, she, I remember I saw that post. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I read the post and I was so confused. And then I saw Quinta had commented and she said, consider taking this down, please. And I was <laughs> like, that is hilarious and magical. But anyway, he then uh, doubled down and continued to, as people say, say with his chest and then later said um defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy equality is the truth we are all in this together there's no such thing as black supremacy excuse me white supremacy is a systemic group of yeah group of systems created it's not just people saying i don't like black people like what are you talking about 
black supremacy isn't a thing. Like it's not a thing. And like, I get it. There are instances where like, for example, you need to think about class ideologies in, in certain things. So when I think of things like um, nation of Islam, they are, I mean, if you read their politics, their thing isn't like, you know, have more class, you know, less class inequality and, you know, whatever. Their whole thing is like, let's have better opportunities so we can be just as rich as these white people. Listen, brother and sister, do you want a pamphlet? Oh, God. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, I get what that means, where it's just like, no, we don't want equality. We just want to, like, impose our whatever's on you. But, like, that can't happen because white supremacy is systemically entrenched and caused by hundreds of years of colonialism. So... It's just not a thing. And so he posted that and people, you know, were obviously upset. And so then he came around and then said, any black person who calls me a, um, rhymes with tune, uh, or <laughs> a, a coon, Carmen? Yeah, yes. Or an Uncle Tom for promoting equality, all in capitals, um, is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. I feel like that's not that's not what that term means. I feel like though. if you asked Andy Sandberg to like comment on it, he would have a much better opinion than Terry Crews. What's going what on? Um, but it's also just like, sorry, my understanding is that an Uncle Tom is in fact black. Yeah, no. I mean, they weren't calling you like a whitey. They were calling you the names that they ought to. They, I mean, <laughs> that they ought to call him. They ought to call him. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, 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 Carmen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I thought it was really funny because I had read it and then I remember. Um, there's this a uh, woman that I really, really love. Um, who I think everybody should kind of pay attention to. She calls herself on uh twitter her name is kalechi but she calls herself on on twitter machine gun kelly but k-e-l-e like kalechi um so machine gun k-e-l-e um and then i think on instagram she's she's kalechnikov Mm -hmm. it's very funny but she's black um i think she's nigerian and she's you know she lives in england but she's really good at kind of discussing race and class and like systemic oppression and and she's so good and she's so funny and you know I think it's really accessible. And so she commented when he posted and she said, Terry, black supremacy isn't real in the same way that reverse racism isn't real. Would you like some books suggested to you to help you with this exploration? And then just left it at that. And I was like, so good. I was like, listen, I would have cussed him. Like I don't anyway. So that for me was the crazy. I think the craziest thing for me was the trend of like celebrities clearly not having their publicists at home. Therefore, just like losing, just doing whatever. Like J.K. Rowling would not put her phone down. Terry Crews <laughs> would not put his phone down. They Ron would be Terry friends. I think they would be friends. It was, yeah, the Terry Crews stuff. And I feel like he also said some other bullshit that was just like. Mm, yeah, I couldn't even up. be bothered. Because, oh, because his, his Twitter only goes back to like September 25th for some reason. Well, <laughs> Bro, well, we know why. It, I, there are so many people just like mouthing off. It's because, okay, speaking of Black people, the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests that happened this year had, were like historic in their inclusion of non-Black people and non-Black people actually paying attention, at least a little bit more attention. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. they had their full minds on it, but... <laughs> and there were so many examples of people online being just the most absolute trash. Of course, average people, sure. But like... There are so many celebrities who had big platforms who are just like saying shit and 
John Boyega is the most All of them were just like, oh, 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 that's a good example. I was about to say, like, the ones who were just like, shit, and all of their followers were like, yay, I love you, I'm also a piece of trash. But yeah, people like John Boyega, (laughs) ooh, ooh, that's a good moment, beautiful. When he was protesting and crying and saying, like, I don't even know if I'm going to have a career after this, but this is too important for me to not talk about, beautiful. When he cussed out all the Star Wars fans. Oh my god, when he cussed out the Star Wars fans, when he cussed out Disney, when he was clear about the fact that, like, you use me as like a like a black front to just like pretend you're inclusive and then you shot my character into the sun like <laughs> and honestly i don't even know like i feel like it i blame maybe i'm being unfair but like the just talking about the john boyega thing like i blame disney i blame kathleen kennedy and i blame ryan johnson but i kind of barely blame jj abrams because in the movies that um he's in with jj abrams directing his character is so much better <laughs> I know, I then know. In The Last Jedi, when he's being explained um, what child slavery is when he's a child soldier. Like, what the hell? What, what was that scene? <laughs> no, so I, I think, yeah, that for me was like the one of the wildest things. Because it was like, it's both one of those things where like, I was working, I was busy, but it was also a pandemic. I couldn't leave my house. And like, I'm seeing this and I was just like, lo- like, I literally I had nobody. Like, I was looking around just going like, are y'all seeing? Are y'all seeing? this shit like mm-hmm. is it anybody somebody stop them nothing nothing, nothing. nobody carmen if, if if you ever wanted to pursue another career in pr this would be like your origin story yeah <laughs> you were like and then i decided <laughs> i would be a public relations yeah just to like just to be like i gotta shut up these people and it's also shit. it's not even for their career the okay so i did look at the i hate looking at comments on twitter because i feel like it's just a dumpster fire oh just like the, negativity the and, biggest dumpster fire yeah, um, but I looked at the ones for Terry Crews, and actually it was, like, overwhelmingly people being pissed and being, like, shut, like, the amount of memes that were just, like, shut up, just shut up. Shut your mouth, man. Um, but then there were also so many funny posts of, like, people posting, like, Uncle Ruckus. <gasps> yes! And I was like, well. <laughs> I love the Uncle Ruckus memes. They make me so like, la- makes not, me laugh so much. wrong. I mean... <laughs> so i just kind of and if anybody hasn't seen the boondocks i mean where have you been where have you been it's it's 50 years old by now um so anyway that was really funny um i do want to say because we do know this now that star wars or like disney has announced their lineup for the next couple of years Ooh, um, they have yeah no comic con or whatever so they've announced their lineup for the next few years which i think is a like it's a highlight it's nice that it came at the end of the year we've had a shit year i didn't really like that it was called like disney's investor day it made me uncomfortable i was like i don't yeah i don't it was like the shareholders weekend get the fuck out of here yeah, it's bad. I was like, it also feels a bit culty. But anyway. Oh, um, oh, can we please talk about that? Because that's the feeling I've got overwhelmingly when everyone online is just like freaking out and watching the trailers and talking about them. I was like, this is a cult now. I think this is a cult. <laughs> it's what's happened, Catherine. This is what's going on. I'm very upset because, you know. When did you now- get here? I'm so sorry. Isabel apparated into my room. I didn't even hear the door open. That's nice. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, so I I am kind of excited about that. I'm really happy. Um, Cassian Andor is getting his show, which like we knew was going to happen, but like yeah. we didn't know when it was coming out, what was happening with it. Cassian Andor, for anybody who doesn't know, um, is uh, the character in Rogue One played by Diego Luna. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi is getting his own show with yes. Ewan McGregor. Why on the God's green earth that we fucking live on, they decided to bring back Hayden Christensen? The thing is about Hayden Christensen is that he's not a good actor, but he's not as bad an actor as he was in those movies because 
I just think that like George Lucas is a bad director and they Natalie Portman is bad in those movies. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like, like I mean, I, I'm hoping for the I'm best. Hoping. But I saw that and I was like, y'all are really, really? Cast James Franco in that role, you know? Like, put put someone else. Yeah. I wouldn't literally... notice a difference. If you put James Franco in that role, I'd be like, mm, yeah. Well, everybody I've talked to has been saying, like, like, oh, he's going to be in a mask. And I was like, the fact that, like, your response to his casting is he'll be in a mask. It'll be fine. That's please, sad. Please let there be a Jar Jar Binks show. Like, I would be. Uh, Catherine, that's not funny. That's I'm not funny. speaking it into existence. I want it to happen. Gross. Gross. With um, Ahmed Best, he's great. Uh, well, you know, it could have been Michael Jackson, so I guess. It's much better. On another positive note, because like the Disney thing is positive, I think another positive thing about 2020 is the Oscars. Parasite winning um, both for best foreign film and best uh, film and every white angry person losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. It was such a nice night. That was good. That was, that was the, honestly, everything before March was a different year. But yeah. that was like a nice moment. I just remember. Did that director also directs Snow, Snowpiercer? So Snow uh, yeah, Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. yeah. I think he did Snowpiercer. Which like is Old also a movie well, about like yeah. capitalism. And the funniest class. thing is that, yeah, like, um, what's his name? Chris, uh, I'm ro- doing my roller decks of Chris's, sorry. Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans is in that movie. Like they made a show out of it. But yeah, Snowpiercer post-apocalyptic snow world horrible example horrible horrible thing to happen i would hate that um, yeah i don't want a snow world no well, at least that hasn't happened bare bare minimum um another nice thing all the people who got arrested or potentially maybe died in prison maybe were killed in prison like mm-hmm. harvey weinstein getting his um, proper sentence or all of the uh, jeffrey epstein stuff oh god i yeah. don't know if that's positive or negative but it did make me laugh either way oh <laughs> uh, Catherine. yeah i mean <clears throat> actually, I, was jeffrey epstein this year i don't remember actually it might have not jeffrey been jeffrey epstein oh, are you looking it up but oh, you know what's funny um prince andrew now is like a recluse oh he is no it was 2019 no i think it was Ghislaine maxwell that was this year yeah that was this year uh prince andrew is like a recluse now but it makes me laugh because now when i'm watching the crown and i see so i don't know if people haven't seen the crown there's an episode where they the queen talks about like how you have favorite children yeah and the episode is basically how the queen's favorite child is Andrew. And I was like, well, this is not, this already didn't age well. Oh my God. There's literally a, a, a scene when he's born, when, the, when Prince Andrew is born on the crown, they make a joke that I don't think they knew necessarily 100% yeah. when they made it, when Margaret is like, oh, you're naming him after a philanderer <laughs> or something like that. Like, wow. Well. And it's just like, well, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a little bit more than that. Just a smidge. Just a, just a barely. Like a sprinkle of something worse. Just a teeny tiny. Yeah, Honestly, all those fucking know. pedophiles, like, like I I gotta tell you, um, what's, oh, sorry, what is it called? Oh, man, I'm losing the word. What, what is it, the, that weird conspiracy that they have about pedophiles in the United States government? Oh, um, QAnon? QAnon, yes, QAnon. I remember, I was like, I looked it up and I was just like, I did, why did I look this up? This is... Why did I, this is stupid. Why did I, why? It's incredibly dumb. It's the dumbest possible thing in the world. But honestly, there are pedophiles everywhere. But like my whole thing, (laughs) this is the thing with most conspiracy theories. It's like, there's always a grain of truth. It's like one thing where you're like, well, that's true. And then it goes off the fucking rails. It's like white supremacists. It's like, I, I watched this thing and it was like, it was a guy explaining 
like why he was in the KKK or some shit. And it, but it, it started with like, you know, there's like an elite class of people ruling, ruling the United States. And it's like, yes, there that is, is true. Agree. And then they're uh, like, they're lizard people and they're all Jewish and they're gonna, they're gonna take your soul and, and have like sex I, with your I kid. And you're like, I honestly, that's what it was. Cause I was just listening and I was like, fair. And he's like, you know, when they're, and they're making it hard for all of us here. And I was like, definitely. True, true, true. He's like, you know, when they're, and they're reaping the rewards out of our hard work. Yes. And, and you're like, he, yes, absolutely. And then he's like, you know, Hillary Clinton, the Clintons in them, they're part of this elite group of people. And I was like, yes, they are. They really are. And then he said, he's like, and they're secret Jews. And I was like, and now you've lost me. Yeah. Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, now you've lost me. Um, and, then, and then they're lizard people. And they, I don't even know. You're it like, just goes on and on. Uh, anyway, and then they're pedophiles. They're all pedophiles, 100%. But like that whole thing about like there is a group of pedophiles. And like, yes, of course there are. Because, because <laughs> politicians, many politicians, one, are, are supposed to be like sociopathic, non-empathetic people who just like to manipulate folks. Mm-hmm. And like pedophiles are often just predators who go out of their way to manipulate um, and like mind fuck vulnerable people it has nothing to do even with just like age sometimes it just has to do with power somebody that's vulnerable i remember i was listening to this podcast where they were talking about how like you can like yes you would be attracted to to children whatever attracted to children but it's one of those things where it's like there's a level of control there that you want to have over people that you can only have with children and like yes that's part of like I, i mean i don't know there's there's lots of layers to pedophilia but none of them well, are of good course. Um, but but it's like it's that it's like that's a thing so I was like yeah of course there's a group of people who are really powerful yeah or or more maybe it's more that people who are in these powerful positions are more like well now I can do my pedophile stuff and exert my power fantasies like all them together um because there's also all the weird you know backwoods redneck uh, kill a child leave it in the field pedophiles so you know yeah um yeah so speaking really of children funny. no <laughs> <laughs> no but i i think um but anyway i mean we don't want to get into that yeah we're not a q anon podcast but like well, yeah speaking i think it's been an interesting let's move on to something less disturbing like murder hornets <laughs> whatever happened to those literally they were there for like a week and a half but it was just like a, it was one of those things that sticks out as a weird 2020 moment just because we were like and not what like everyone was just like this like, too this, real. this too we have like three inch hornets that if they sting you you die like get out of- did what? you have a week where that where you felt like that because i know i had a week where i, I where i felt like that and oh my like, god there were multiple times where you're just like this is too much it's just everything that less what that's why like the Destiel thing was so funny to me because it was one of those this is happening but it was funny most of the this is happening moments have been like oh god <laughs> what's on fire oh my god a, a gender reveal party what why but then certain things that happened to you're like this is the funny it the best yell was like the election's happening Putin? yeah yeah okay yeah. i had a week i remember i don't remember it was in the summer at some point i think in like june mm-hmm. end of may beginning of june maybe where i woke up to so you know, the George Floyd thing had happened. There was yep. other stuff going on. I wake up and I hear that because in my neighborhood where I live, maybe like not very far from where I live, like within walking distance, I guess, police had allegedly killed a woman uh, who the family had called for like a mental health support. Yeah. And they, she, they had 
thrown her off the balcony essentially like she died oh my god yeah so many things have happened this this year that i was like hang on there it is there it is (laughs) and so i woke up to that news which for me like just based on some of the stuff i've experienced at work is like really triggers a lot of like really horrible emotions for me because i've had to sit in an inquest and like hear a cop talk about shooting someone you know somebody social work let's be clear yeah. Carmen doesn't work at like the bank. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so I'm a social worker and like we've had experiences in the organization where I worked where, where a police officer killed um, one of the clients that worked with us and like we were, you know, tasked with going to, to the to court and like seeing the whole procedure and like with the inquest and everything and it, it just like has been it was a really traumatic experience and I think it scarred all of us as a staff but I'm always like particularly sensitive to things relating to like cops and mental health stuff it was just a strange thing and so whenever I hear stuff like that it just like sets off everything and I just remember I feel like I woke up and I it was either that or something similar like something related to systemic violence and like cops killing someone and then that same day maybe like a couple of hours later I you know hear that Larry Kramer died who is like a really well-known HIV activist so I was just sitting there and I was like I was I think I even posted on like Instagram I was like for fuck's sake it never ends (laughs) like I was just like I was like it's not ending it just it was Yeah, it was just like an endless slog of just like, no. And some of them you wouldn't even believe when they happened. Like when Chadwick Boseman died. I can't even, I I cried and I knew I was, I knew that if this were a normal year, I would be sad, but I might not have cried. Yeah. But I cried because I was like, it just keeps happening. (laughs) I remember distinctly because my mom, like, I think my mom was saw it on TV and she went (gasps) like a gasp or like a noise like that. And I was in the kitchen. I was like, what are you gasping about? Like, what could you possibly have seen? And then she said, Chadwick Boseman died. And I remember going, what? Like, I was just like, no, it was so, I was just like devastated in such a weird way. Cause it was just like, but no, what happened now? No, I don't exactly. understand. And that was I, think, everyone. I think that was everybody. Every single person on the planet was like, what? Um, but I was just like feeling just like maybe it's because you didn't know why at first, obviously. And then you find out. And I actually hadn't seen that thing where you remember how a few months before his death, he was in an interview and he was very thin and people were commenting on it. But I didn't. I had no idea that had even happened, so I didn't even have any thought of maybe he was sick or anything. And right. it was just like everyone in the everyone on Twitter, everyone in the world, just sort of seems like they were like not like someone they were actually kind of like someone they knew died, like yeah. And you didn't expect it, and you didn't know they were sick, and it was just like a weird collective moment of like sadness. And then even in that sadness, people were being shitty because I remember seeing that like I think Elizabeth Olsen or something mm-hmm. was like bullied off Twitter because she didn't post a thing about like. Chadwick Boseman after he died and I was like what are you what is happening (laughs) because like you're not obliged to grieve in public or make comments on things you can if you want to but you don't have to and like like I was like people are so fucking shitty I remember that being something that made me sad that there are certain people who got like bullied off of the uh, um Instagram or or Twitter or whatever just because they didn't post something about Chadwick Boseman's death I'm like this is a sad event we don't need to use it to be so shitty it was just shitty it was just yeah, so I shitty. Remember, I told my friend, like I, I messaged my friend. And I was like, um, I think Chadwick Boseman died. And honestly, like I was already crying. Like I was just, I was just like, I had, I was like at my wit's end, I think in a lot of different ways. And I just like, I, anyway, it was just a very emotional thing to, to, to feel and <laughs> messaged him. And he spent the next half an hour messaging me every like five minutes going like, nah, man, nope. this can't be real. 
I I feel like there are sometimes celebrity deaths that actually people care. like you know like some celebrities die and you're like oh that's sad but then there are people yeah. like Chadwick Boseman or like Robin Williams or something people uh, people felt very connected to yeah that when they die it was just like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very exactly. upsetting exactly. oh my god another amazing not amazing another horrible death Ruth Bader Ginsburg that old lady oh, been holding listen. it down for a a hundred years <laughs> oh god when i saw that i was like well i guess the u.s won't be having any abortions anytime ever literally like, was, like well like, there go your human rights li- there go your hu- goodbye i goodbye. saw that and it made me anxious like it just made me anxious just as, like i don't know you know me i don't like american politics like the Fucked system up. the government i don't trust it i don't like it and you know i generally don't care for american politicians i don't really think they're making that much of a difference and i think Anyway, the system is just shitty. And I agree. Um, but I also think that there are things that need to be protected while we're trying to burn shit down, um, like like women's rights to like their own autonomy over their bodies. And when I saw that, it just made me so anxious when I saw that she died because I was like, oh, well, well, people who need abortions will no longer have access to them. Now, like America has been inching towards like, third world country every single goddamn day but that was really a nail in the coffin like oh, bye <laughs> bye third world country just like the handmaid's tale i'm like oh, oh. absolutely uh, like without like you've arrived question. you've now arrived <laughs> you're welcome C- congratulations you are now the handmaid's tale like it's so fucked up that place and the fact that it's like people had to be like obviously she's not the only person working towards these things but it's like well well, because, yeah, because now they can have, now they have, like, a... Like, a majority, a conservative majority on the Supreme Court. And, like, I find oh. everything about American politics confusing and weird, but, and including the Supreme Court, I'm just like, what? You die on it? <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, the Canadian Supreme Court is the same, I think. Do you die on the Canadian Supreme Court? I'm almost certain, yeah. Oh. So, oh, yeah, okay, I, well, then I'm, my bad. I feel like I never hear about them, but I'm just like, oh. I think they're the ones that dress like Santa Claus. Have you not seen them? Yeah, you know, I've seen them, but just I just thought I just didn't realize that they were also till death to us part. Yeah, no, I think they are. It's a lifetime thing. Why? Okay, who came up with that? Who? Catherine, you know who. I mean, who came up with a lifetime appointment? Uh, wow, I must have really I uh, just passed out in social studies that day. But like, I'm pretty sure a man could be wrong. Let me I, Google. This. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm probably wrong. I just didn't. I just I don't know. Supreme Court terms term limits uh let me see justices hold office during good behavior which formerly meant life tenure oh it's life tenure but as of 1927 justices may sit on the bench until they reach the mandatory retirement age of 75 that's not really much better not that much better but 75 is better than 94 yeah okay so i all right well i was right But still, like that no, means it's still it's way too long. It's way too long until you're like. I'm not saying it's a good, but I'm I'm glad at least they have 75. They could make it 50, and they should. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just like like or like 60. 60 is the age when you stop being able to make decisions for other people. Like, get the fuck out of here. I yeah yeah Carmen. <laughs> like, it's been a shit year. It's I been think. a shit year, and the fact that remember the I mean we've mentioned them already, but the Amer- the American the Australian bushfires yeah when we were all like this is the worst thing that could ever happen and it was very bad I'm not saying it wasn't a horrible like atrocity I'm not saying it wasn't awful but like then it got worse then it got worse 
I can't believe that was this year. <laughs> was that this year? I'm was, worried it was, that it wasn't. No, it was. Or it like, was 100% this year. Okay. Well, I think it's just been a weird year for all of us. I think we've all kind of had to figure things out. I think I have basically had it to, to like, had my limit of, like, what's it called? I have become so angry at all of this toxic positivity shit and this like need for people to be productive. And like, let, all the let time. me tell you that whole thing, like it's been, I'm like, this year to me has been about just surviving the year, just getting through it. Like, why are you asking people what they did and what they've accomplished this year? Can you go suck my nuts? Like, when I hear all this stuff about like, if you didn't like learn something new, or if you didn't leave me alone, leave me alone 100% leave me alone or just like people can make have made progress in like other ways or smaller ways that maybe you didn't see people who are posting things where they're just like I lost 50 pounds I'm like great good for you or like I started a business I'm like well that's probably a bad idea but you know like there's so <laughs> many things where people are trying to it is a lot of toxic positivity and I think people were trying to like just put a good spin on being at home or being this or whatever but like some people no, but it also to... it's all this, all this pressure to like or how many books have you read like if, it won't, <laughs> right? like, if you're not doing anything and I'm like I've been watching the Lord of the Rings on repeat that's what I've been doing. I have okay? gone through. I this year I did a chronological order Marvel movie marathon or whatever. And then I watched all the Star Wars in chronological order. I'm still getting through Clone Wars after because I was like, I'll leave the shows for later. I'll just do the movies. And then I watched every Disney movie made in chronological order. I just got to the 90s. Like that has been my accomplishment. Like that honestly pretty good not every disney movie the animated ones well you were watching airbud were you (laughs) oh god no Um, oh my god like you know i watched all the animated disney movies and i'm just literally just got to the 90s i mean i'm happy for you it's the best era like why do you need to like i like i anyway i'm glad that people are like making bread and like doing all these things like i think it's great that's not my issue my issue is that i keep seeing all these posts about like you know, you should be exercising at home, you know, you should be learning to do these different things, you should manifest this, if you're not positive, if you're not giving gratitude, then that's your issue, it's like, fuck off, just trying to get through the goddamn day, people are struggling, people are stressed, there are people who need to be around other people, who don't have the capacity to be around other people right now, that's true, that is something that, like, I think about occasionally, because I feel bad for those people because I'm not that pe- person. I'm like, leave me alone. I will be in my house. See you <laughs> never. Like, I, like, uh, like, I had the greatest revelation actually recently because I think in the last, especially last year, I think last summer, I started to have a lot of anxiety. Um, not the summer that passed now, but the summer before that, I started to have a lot of anxieties and insecurities about like who I was as a person and really worried that like I needed to be around people to feel happy. Like I was worried that like, not just in like dating and relationships, like I, one, I was worried I was that type of girl who needed to like be in a relationship to be happy. And then I was also worried that I was the type of person that like needed to be around people to feel, you know, whatever. Validated. Anxious. Only to realize during this pandemic that I don't need to be around the fuck anyone because mm-hmm. I've been alone the majority of the time in my one bedroom apartment. But like that what I do need is to be busy. 
Oh like my it's... God, Carmen, you are the most I need to be busy person I've ever met in my life. Exactly. And in my head, I, I think like I was worried because my busy, my needing to be busy was seeing people, right? Like, and it wasn't because like, you know, it would just be like people I hadn't seen and like people who wanted to hang out. Girl, you're making plans and... every day. You were always like, it would be like, oh, I'd hang out with you and you'd be like, I'm hanging out with someone else later. I was like, girl, if I hang out with one person, that's the day. You're tired. <laughs> but then I was also tired and it wasn't until after that I was just like, oh shit, I actually like not seeing anyone like I went 10 days once like during this pandemic where I did mm -hmm. not leave my house like the furthest I went is to the garbage and then to my mailbox for 10 days I just stayed in I mean I'm glad that you've come to this like my whole life my favorite feeling the thing I've always enjoyed most is canceling plans just like oh mm -hmm. I can't come can't make it oh so <laughs> delicious um and I've been I just know, fine. Now, I'll grant so you, I nice do live. Recognize that. I'm no, I'm really happy for you because that, like that that I was I was just very codependent, and then I was like, no, wait, I'm so happy to be by myself and maybe see somebody. Literally, once. Carmen is going to be that lady who has like a dulcimer in her house or something, and it's just like <laughs> I learned how to do this, and that's what you've spent your time doing. But it's just to keep you busy because yeah. you just Carmen. Carmen doesn't want to be alone with. Her Carmen, thoughts. her thoughts. She's just like, I'll be doing something. But uh, whereas I'm, and I'm happy for you because for, I, str I straight, I'm like, I don't even see nobody. A plan, <laughs> hang out, make conversation. Yeah. Oh man. I don't. I, and also I'm the kind of person where like, even when like, let's say my sister comes over with her son, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's my, both my sisters, my nephew, my mom, everyone's in the house. I will leave the family gathering to go lie down in my room for a bit. I have to do it. Even with my own family in my own home, I can't be, I can't handle like so much. It's right. exhausting for me. So I will leave family situations in my apartment. I was like, I gotta go over here. Um, <laughs> so for me, this pandemic has been a glorious time. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to. Yeah, I think it's been, it's been really nice. Like, I think, you know, there are things that I miss and there are things where, like, I didn't expect myself to miss certain things that I missed, but then also realizing, like, I think for me, it's it has been a bit of a boost in my self-confidence to just realize, like, I don't need, I was like, I didn't need nobody. I just needed to be fucking busy. Like, it truly brought me so much, like, calm and joy. Um, back, I mean, on less personal matters, we haven't even talked about we haven't directly talked about the pandemic we've talked about the the, the effects of it but like the f the fact that we're living through a pandemic bananas is so bananas and actually you know what's funny because it is in it's an interesting time to be alive and there used to be isn't that like an old curse like may you live in interesting times um <laughs> but i remember my sister said something that like really annoyed me and i just want to have this like as like a cap for <laughs> what we talk about when it comes to the pandemic she was like it's kind of cool right to no. like, have this happen and i was like no i was like no, i was so mad at her because i was like you have your like house and you have a job still you have everything is stable with you except for the fact that you're at home but for so many people that is not the case it's not cool it's just not cool people are no. dying it's not cool a lot of people are like isn't it kind of cool that we and it's not my only my sister who i've heard said this but i've heard a lot of people say that where they're a lot like of people say that until they have to experience it right or and i'm like people who like hate hate their roommates or hate their family and then have to Right, now, there's so many like extenuating factors beyond the fact that you might die, which you know, gotta say, like, as someone I mean, who Mexico, is the level of like, I mean, everywhere, but in Mexico specifically, the amount of women who have died from yeah. like gender based violence in the from home, 
yeah, like it's, it's so many factors, but like as someone who would legit probably either have like a serious complication or die if I got the virus, <laughs> can I just say mm-hmm. not cool? No, not great. Um, I think with a pandemic, also like now where, you know, the vaccine is coming and people are losing their minds because they're like, don't trust the government. Again, I don't trust the government, but like, I'm going a, I'm to a get my vaccine. This is not the Tuskegee experiment. If they gave this vaccine to exclusively Black people, I would be questioning it, but that is not the <laughs> They gave case. it to the British first. Like, right? Like, right? Like, Imagine it was a plot though and all the British people died and we were like, hmm, well, you know, well, no, our friends are there. True, true, true. But you know, empires fall. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of empires falling, you know, one more thing to finally end it off. Fucking Donald Trump lost the election. The funniest, Kevin, best what are you thing. talking about? It was stolen. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Got to recount. Got to do a recount. From him. Honestly, like, they all suck. They all, no, it's, here's the clear. thing. When people, but the thing is, I, I just... I know, obviously, that it's not like Joe Biden is like, Joe Biden is, again, functionally the exact same as Obama. He's just not as charming. When people are like, oh, but all politicians suck, I'm like, yes, but not every politician is a fascist (laughs) leader. (laughs) I'm like, there's such a huge, like, and the thing is, I think it's because people have gotten so used to Donald Trump doing crazy nonsense. And also because people are a lot more judgmental of like the side that they're on, as they should be. I am no way saying that you shouldn't be critical or judgmental of the parties Mm -hmm. that you support because that is important but Mm -hmm. there is a huge divide between racist fascist (laughs) leaders and bad politicians who are just like run-of-the-mill bad like what are you talking about like when people when people like I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are like I'm not gonna vote and I was looking to Americans like "Mm -hmm." no and I I think I don't believe in that that's I know Oh, I know you don't. I'm just saying in general, because especially because we feel the same way about stuff here. When people are like, well, I don't want to because like, if I vote, like maybe the liberals will win in my area. And I'm like, at least it's not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> goddamn concern like like get your get it together like if we lived in a society where we could just like actually change things um easily sure sure i would be like everybody vote this but that's not how people work and so the american election was a weird stressful thing to witness but it was such a nice thing that <laughs> I, he lost it was so I, nice it was I, like it was a nice yeah but he's still like fighting and it's and oh my god it's gonna be 2024 and i was like republicans it's going to no, be the Confederacy. It happened, but like fix it. No, Carmen, it's going to be the Confederacy 2.0 because you know how long the Confederacy lasted? Mm-hmm. Four years. And that <laughs> is the same amount of time that Donald Trump was president. They are going to be waving Trump banners in 2135 yep. alongside their Confederate flags because they'll never let it go. That's very true. I mean, they're, they, um, Americans are good at holding grudges, so... They never let go of anything. They honestly are, like, like having a nation built on the idea that you're important, you are special, you are an individual, and you are meant to be this magnificent thing has clearly, the American experiment has failed. Listen, Actually, we need to have a community-based. But with, but with no, okay, so they did that, but they did it with no conversation about social responsibility. No, 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 because you don't need social responsibility if you are an individual. If you're an individual, you get rich, you get yours, and then you can spread yourself. Nobody, we need to have societies 100% based off of, you are part of a community. You are a person in a community. You are part of a whole. You are not an individual, because you know what? You are not an individual. No person is exclusively an individual you are no man is an island group you are a community i mean community-based thinking and community-based rhetoric because that's what 
that's the truth of humanity. We're a social species. We are supposed to be picking bugs out of each other's hair. We are not supposed to be like, fuck you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn down the whole village because you put bugs in my hair. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. 2020 was a lot. Oh my God. Okay. So one of the best things, as much as like things have been super shitty and like, I don't like it when people are like, it's because you don't have enough gratitude. That's why things suck. And I'm like, no, it's because people don't have enough fucking food to eat. Eat my fucking dick. Anyway, I have actually been really happy because I've (laughs) discovered, first of all, when the whole BLM stuff was going on and everything else, I like made a a concerted effort to get rid of everybody on my Instagram that like I felt didn't serve me. Like one was just like bad for my mental health, but two also like didn't say shit about anything going on and like didn't take a stand against anything. Like I just deleted them. And uh, one of the things that I like is that I started to find a lot of um, really interesting content from specifically like women of color um that I thought was really like great and it wasn't necessarily positive it was actually like very like righteously angry and like all this other shit and I appreciated it a lot and so it made me really happy um I'm going to talk about them in my recommendations but it's just been kind of nice to see that these people are getting more like exposure and people like this are and, and that they're young. Like one of the things I loved during the pandemic was that I saw a lot of young people like in Mississauga, like the climate justice people yeah. are all super young. They're like teenagers, like high school kids. And then like in their early twenties and I saw them do this like prison abolition, like how do we do prison abolition? And it was really amazing for me to see. Cause I was like, the kids are all right. Like, yeah, no, it is. It has been nice. And also, yeah, the, um, Social acceptance of pissed off black women has been, I mean, and all women of other races too, but black women specifically has been nice because when white women have been righteously angry, people may have listened. Um, They still might have called them shrill or whatever, but when black women are allowed to have a platform and speak, it's very important. Mm-hmm, and um, exactly. there have been a lot more black voices. And also, I feel like a lot more emphasis, like people are starting to. I feel like, like as a Canadian, I think Canadians are starting to acknowledge their atrocities more this year. In addition to the like, treatment of Black people, I feel like they're talking more about Indigenous people, Indigenous rights, and things like that, which is very important in Canada because we be like, treating Indigenous people like shit. We be, be yeah, a hundred percent. And not that that doesn't happen in America as well, but it's just like Canada has like a its own special history, and I feel like we they didn't have as many Black people to focus on, so they focus on Indigenous people. <laughs> and then when Black people showed up, they were like, "Also, fuck you." So um, I think that's also been nice, and I've been seeing a lot more voices like that. So I feel like that has been. I feel like the only real like benefit of 2020 has been the increase in awareness and the increase in um diverse voices and the increase in conversations and being allowed to tell white people to shut up and them shutting up and also them starting to acknowledge a white person telling another white person to just shut the fuck up oh it's so good like honestly like i have always rolled my eyes at allies just because half the time allies just want to hear their own goddamn voices Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i i but this year i've been like oh Okay. I mean, there have been a lot of things that I felt were very performative and made me a little uncomfortable, but you know what? You got to deal with some performative nonsense if you're going to get anywhere. Jane Fonda. Jane Jane Fonda has never been, honestly, the white lady of the year. White lady of the century. (laughs) My favorite white lady, Jane Fonda, because Jane Fonda has been Jane Fondaing her whole life. She has never, and like, 
I bet if you found something where Jane Fonda did something fucked up, she would call herself out a hundred percent. She would never be a person who was like, well, I was young. She'd be like, I was stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I mean, love Jane that. Fonda was talking about her white privilege, like, years ago like yeah in the 60s like she's been talking about this shit for years and she's been doing her work and she's been trying to do stuff about climate change and honestly sorry the best part one of the best parts of 2020 for me was when joy behar was complaining about how like defund the police is so polarizing and oh my god and jay fonda was like basically shut the fuck up let them yeah she was like it's not on us that's black people decide what they want to do and we go from there yeah, and it's not the the responsibility of someone protesting is to make people uncomfortable because you're not going to get any action otherwise. Like you're this, you're like what do you, anyway? No, just what I, people the, don't okay, want to ever listen, be held accountable what, the, for anything. Uh, the last thing, just to say, when it comes because protesting has been very important this year, I can never and will never stand for when people are like, why don't you just do something quiet or sing a song? I'm like, do you mean? What the fuck are you talking about? That's not protesting. That's just being complacent or hanging out with friends. So that is not <laughs> docile. Catherine, that's just being the uh, docile, um, you know, like racialized person that they that they want you to be. They're like, shut, shut, hey, hey, baby, how about you shut the fuck up? That's what I hear whenever yeah, I hear those yeah. shit. Anyway, 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 any who's. So that that's was 2020. That's been the year. <laughs> a year in review. Um, this is much better than a Spotify wrap up because it's less embarrassing. And I mean, um, mine was horrendous, but anyway, go ahead. And I think that's it. I think we're just going to say it's 2021. This is, you know, January 1st, 2021 is this when this is going to be released. And honestly, thank God. I think the 2020s are going, the 20s are going to be good. I think I'm going to start wearing uh, short hair and flapper dresses Mm -hmm. and uh, sticking it to the man. And that's my plan. And it's going to be a dynamite year. So do you have any, well, you've already started to talk about it, but what are your recommendations for the year? Sure. Um, I have a couple, a couple that I really enjoy. So um, one of them, I'm just going to find her Instagram handle, but it was Kalechi, the the woman that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, her Instagram handle is, it is Kalechnikov. So K-E-L-E-C-H-N-E-K-O-F-F. There's a video that like, this is how I found out about her. Um, Mm -hmm. But there is a video that she posted called violent isn't the answer question mark. And basically she's talking about how people were complaining that all of because there were videos in the UK of like racist assholes getting punched in the face. And all of these people were like, it's like, that's not how you deal with with this type. You shouldn't be violent. You should only be nonviolent. And like, so she has this like really amazing thing that she's explaining about like colonial violence and how that's acceptable to white people. But like, you can't punch a racist in the face. Anyway, so that was where I found out about her. But like, I highly recommend you follow her. I think she has great content. Also, she is very spiritual for people who are Christian. She's also Christian, but talks about it from like a very like liberatory point of view, which I think is nice. And then another person who is not really like that at all, um, who I just found out about like two or three weeks ago, her name, uh, so she's like really famous on TikTok. She's like in her early 20s. Her name is, and she's Canadian. Her name Uh is like Megs. Um, And she does a lot of like TikTok-ish videos, but is also on um, Instagram. And she just posts the funniest shit. And she is just very like young and just funny and ridiculous. And she posted a video recently where I, or like I found it recently where she was like, have you lived a trauma-free childhood or are you attracted to Pete Davidson? And I both laughed and honestly, internally, I was kind of like, "Uh uh-huh, whatever. (laughs) But you said that I'm going to look like, I mean, I mock Carmen's attraction 
addicted to Pete Davidson maybe every single day. Um, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it was great. She's so funny. So anyway, I saw that and I was like, that I don't appreciate that attack, but I understand where it's coming from. Um, so anyway, she's really great. Who are your recommendations? Honestly, on the complete other end of the spectrum, I'm going to recommend something that uh, who knows if I've already recommended it. Maybe I have. <laughs> I'm going to recommend the Paddington movies. Listen, <laughs> they are the best movies. Paddington 1 is a very good movie. Paddington 2 is a masterpiece. Paddington 2 is Hugh Grant's best performance of his entire life. And I don't mean any of this as a joke. Paddington is the sweetest it is Little a sweet bear. Movie. did make me watch them and I was like, oh, these are cute. They're so, but the thing is, the lessons that you learn from them, even as an adult, are so wonderful. It's all about being kind and polite and considerate. Paddington says, if you're kind and polite, the world will be right. And I agree with him. I think that people need to be kinder. I think that in 2021, we need to be spreading a message of empathy and kindness because- and mutual aid. <laughs> and mutual aid. And you know what? Every single one of those things you can find in Paddington. In Paddington 2, or Paddington 1? Paddington 2. In Paddington 2, he goes to jail. I mean, Paddington's a metaphor, by the way, for immigration, and he gets the wrongfully accused of a crime and goes to jail. So in Paddington, it's about a little bear. <laughs> in Paddington, too, he goes to jail. And in the beginning of the movie, you see how he helps everyone in the community and how everyone is better for how helpful he is and how kind he is and considerate he is. And when he leaves, the neighborhood is duller and grayer and everyone's a little bit more on edge because they're not being helped in the same way. And mm -hmm. it's a movie about helping people and about kindness. And um, I think you should watch them. If you have kids, if you don't have kids please watch them and please please be kind and polite and then the world mm -hmm. will be right listen to paddington very right. fair and that's it that has been 2020 that has been 2020 welcome to 2021 everybody i hope you enjoy it i hope your dreams come true i hope the pandemic slows the fuck down i hope it goes away i hope i meet a genie and i get infinite godlike powers if you see a god in the sky who looks just like me it's me i want yeah. you to know when yeah. I get my godlike powers, I will be broadcasting it, and I will. I am just be. wishing to be able to go to concerts, because, like, Bad Bunny's new well, album. Lame, I want it to be a god, and you're like, I gotta Concert. go to a concert. I Listen, like, Carmen. Bad Bunny's album is a fire unlike anything I've ever heard, and I am in shock at how good it is and mm -hmm. i just like want to see him live i was supposed to see stormzy last year didn't happen so you know i'm just hoping that does I stormzy have teeth i feel like he doesn't have teeth he does why does it you're not the only you know tom <laughs> told me that recently and i was like no he has a gold tooth that's why it looks like he doesn't have teeth he has a tooth well, he just like tapped it gold it looks bad anyway <laughs> on that well, you note you can't accuse a british person of having bad teeth like... i just said we need to be kind and polite and i'm like <laughs> roasting a man for his like toothless face anywho thank you everybody for listening and uh we hope to go to concerts and gain godlike powers in 2021 and you know i'll be in your dreams i will i will be in your dreams <laughs> all right all right bye,